Design or Die podcast, meant to connect creatives together and help you navigate the struggles and the triumphs of what it means to be an entrepreneur so that you and your business can thrive. I'm your host, Colette. Let's get creative. Hey guys, so this is my first solo episode in my new office. And since I was on here last, a lot of crazy things have happened in my life and so many things have changed. Um, I think it's for the better. I hope it is. But I wanted to share a little bit about that because I like to be as transparent as possible when going through all the different stages of running your own business, working for yourself. So last time I talked, I also picked up a full-time graphic design job and it was great. It got me out of the house more. I got to meet some people. The job was super flexible, which I loved. And now we're coming into, right now it's end of March. So we're going into busy season for the wedding industry. And so my wedding invitations are kicking off even more. I've done a few bridal shows this year. And I also, at the same point in the beginning of March, I got a full-time office space outside of my house, which is huge. And it's so exciting because it was getting to a point where going into my house where my home office was, was stressful to me. And I do feel like home should be a place of like calm and de-stressing. So when it was getting to that point where I didn't even want to go into my office, I knew it was time for a change. So as I'm working the full-time job, I went ahead and got a full-time office space It is amazing. It is right in the downtown area of where I live. So it's kind of like a co-working space and I was already renting it part-time, but it was becoming hard to bring all of my stuff back and forth from my house to there. And then I could also only schedule clients during like normal business hours, which, you know, most people are working full-time. So my clients really needed to meet with me after hours and on weekends. And so I got to a point where I was like, I definitely just need a space where people can come in whenever I schedule them and not have to worry about, oh, is the office open? Because that also like misses out on client opportunities. So I do free consultations. And if there's someone who wants an hour that I can't give them, maybe they'll go on to the next person. So I decided, well, I didn't decide right off the bat. I was really, really back and forth with it. And I just was like, you know what, if I don't put everything into this, I'll never see where it can go. My initial plan was to work there and also keep the full-time job, but literally a month in, I was like, oh, I have to quit my full-time job. Like, I just have to because there is only one of me, and it was essentially I've been working two full-time jobs since September when I took the job. So that is scary in itself. You know, I wasn't planning to do that so quickly, but again, since I've always been doing so many different things, I was never giving my business, the wedding stationery, a chance to really thrive. Because if I'm doing pretty well, only giving like maybe 25% of myself to it, imagine what I can do with 100% just put in my two weeks. Um, I might be working there a little bit longer to kind of help the transition process because I know what it's like to run a business, so I don't want to leave people high and dry. And it's so nice to have a space where I can make it mine. 
like if I have a headache or I'm kind of just like over staring at screens all day, I go in the other section of my office to assemble stationery. I put on my dim lighting and watch Netflix. And it is so nice to create a space that feels like a place where I can create. It's not stressful. It's not bright lighting all the time. It's not talking to people you know, getting distracted by bosses or extra work or anything like that. It's really giving me just like good feelings. The reason I even got this office, I've been thinking about it for a while. It's definitely a little more expensive than I wanted, but with that comes so many extra things. Like there's a front desk person who can filter calls and people and they mail out my packages for me. I get mail here. There's just so many things that come with it, especially the location. It's like a co-working shared space, which if you're to the point where you start needing an office outside of your house, that is a great way to start because you only have to pay for it like part-time and you can share it with people. Look in your area and see if there's anything like that or maybe the closest city to you has something like that. It's really awesome. And what it was, was I rented out this new room that they had open. And when I was in that room having a meeting with a client, I just got like a feeling. And what's crazy is the wall color was literally painted in my brand colors. And I was just like, oh, this is like perfect size, perfect location. Like I just feel good in here. So that's the office I got. I just went for it. And I'm really excited to see where this next chapter goes. So I want to say also, If you're in the same position I was in, where you're not sure whether to give 100% or not, let me just say this. If you aren't giving all to your business, it's never going to give you the full result that you're looking for. Sometimes we do have to take risks. And now I'm not saying go quit your job tomorrow and just like go full force into your side business. You'll know when the time is right, when you're literally just pulled in two different directions and like cannot keep up with both. And that's where I was at. Honestly, if I put full into my business, I'm going to be making more than both of those combined in the long run. And that's what I really want. I want a life that I can go home in the middle of the day and play with my dogs or like go on a trip to see my family randomly, which I did do recently, which is really cool. And just build a life that I enjoy and can also sustain, you know, my bills and everything else that comes into that. So I also wanted to touch on something that may not be everyone else's experience, but is definitely something that I've seen time and time again since the start of my business. Like I said, I started this kind of in college unknowingly, and my ex at the time was literally like, you can't do this. This is not going to go far. And here I am, what is that, almost seven years later, still doing it? Thank you. Something big that I've noticed is not everyone is going to be happy for you in your success, in your business. Not everyone is your person. So you have to be very careful who to divulge what you're doing to and who to share that information with. Because a lot of times people bring in their own personal insecurities and jealousy into the mix when you start telling them about your success or things that are happening to you. And it can make you feel really crummy and also doubt yourself. But you have to know that a lot of times that is them, not you. It can be really difficult when people you're close to aren't being supportive. 
because yeah, not everyone can go quit their job and focus on their business full time. But this isn't like something that just happened to me on a whim or you. It's taken so much time and effort and you deserve a pat on the back for that. No matter if your business lasted through the pandemic or not, or you had to close the doors, you have to give yourself credit for all the things you have done. I feel like a lot of times people dismiss the hard work that really goes into being an entrepreneur and running your own brand. They almost see it as like frivolous. And I'm sure if you're a small business owner or entrepreneur, you've experienced this before where people just like sometimes genuinely don't seem happy for you. And not that everyone has to be, but just be careful. Look out for who's really got your back and who doesn't and lean on the people who do and who don't bring their own set of baggage. Because it, like I said, it really can make you start doubting yourself. Like most people, this doesn't just happen to you. You're actually the one doing it. You don't have to share that with everyone. Share it with the people who will be there to support you. But at the same point, don't assume that every person that you know and that cares about you is going to support your business. And I don't mean just support in terms of like buying from you or hiring you for your services. I mean supporting you on your journey and being happy for your successes. And just as a little analogy here, when I was a senior in college, I got the opportunity to go to France for two semester credits that I needed to graduate in French. I needed that for my art degree, go figure. But my French teacher knew I was really into it. I was pretty good and recommended that I go to this. And listen, it's been a dream of mine to go there since I was like 12 when I first started studying French. I mean, my whole family is Cajun French and my name is French and I have roots there. And when I got this opportunity, it kind of seemed like a no brainer. I actually had to do a lot to be able to work up the courage to even like consider going given like my chronic illness issues in college and all of that. And when I told some people about it, I can't believe their responses. Like, there was people close to me telling me not to go. They're like, that's so much money. That's so irresponsible. Like, you shouldn't do this. And you know what? I didn't listen to them. I went. I actually got a scholarship to go. So it was pretty much paid for except my expenses while I was there. I got to graduate on time because I got the two semester credits done in that time. And it genuinely, when I say it changed my life, it genuinely did. I was in a horrible relationship that I needed to get out of and needed some like space away from to be able to see it in the correct light. And I met so many amazing people. Some of those people came to my wedding and it just goes to show if I listened to the people who were projecting onto me and telling me not to pursue this, I never would have had that experience. Who knows where my life would be right now? Just really try to figure out when people are telling you things, like, is it genuine or is it coming from a place of jealousy or not wanting to see you succeed because they aren't happy with something in their own personal life or their success? 
You guys know I love to give you all the free tips and business advice so your business can survive and thrive. And to keep that going, I've created a Patreon account where you can become a supporter and get exclusive content, one-on-one business advice, and ask me all the things. So if you'd like to help keep this thing going, go to patreon.com slash design or DIY. Thanks so much. And I touched on this briefly in one of my other podcast episodes, which is how successful people are made. So go listen to that if you haven't. But I wanted to share a little bit more of my thoughts behind this. But I truly believe most businesses succeed because of you, because of your passion, because of your confidence and your perseverance. To me, that's like 80% of it, 20% what you're offering. Is it a good product? Is it in the right place? Are you marketing it right? But 80% is literally just you and believing in yourself and going for it. I get a ton of people, friends, family members who have great ideas and want to start a business. And I talk to them two years later and they still haven't scratched the surface. And a lot of times it is not because they can't, it is because they're telling themselves that they can't and listening to all the doubts and they're like, oh, well, like it's really risky. And like, yes, it is. But how do you know what's going to happen if you're not even trying yet? Sometimes you really just have to like put one foot in the door and just start. It doesn't matter if you're ready because one, you're never going to be ready. Just start and the rest will follow and you'll learn as you go. No one's going to have all the answers. You can't like have the whole cheat sheet right in front of you. Nobody has that. So you're going to learn as you go. And it is literally just about stepping into it, going forward and seeing what can come out of it. And listen, our brains will start listening to us when we keep telling ourselves that we can't and telling ourselves all the negative thoughts and leaning into those. The more we listen to those, the more our brain's going to try to validate those feelings. Because listen, I get the same thoughts. So when I finally gave my two weeks to my job and I'm like, okay, I'm going full force into this business and thinking about all the things that can come from it and it's super exciting. But then I have on my other shoulder, my inner negative thoughts telling me, oh, this is going to be too hard. You're not going to make it. What about your rent at this new office? It's higher than you wanted can we do this? And sometimes I really have to just shoo that away and just like tell that thought process to go away because there's a reason why I did this. And the more you tell those negative thoughts to go away, the more they will. And your brain will be like, oh, okay, like that's not working. So I'm not going to keep giving that to you. But the more you listen to it and feed into it, the more you're going to think it and the more it's going to prevent you from seeing what you can accomplish. Because like I said, it's not like people who are working for themselves, this didn't just happen to them. It's not luck. It is literally hard work and believing that you can do it. And I also want to share if like you're not too familiar with the process yet, I want to let you know in full transparency about what it's like to be a business owner. Let me just tell you, it is honestly pretty lonely. And I've talked about this before, not just like the aspect of working 
just you on a brand and like, you know, you don't have coworkers to like bounce ideas off of or things like that. It is lonely in the fact that a lot of people can't relate and a lot of people will misjudge you and a lot of people will think privilege has gotten you to where you are. And sometimes it does, right? We're not going to deny that, but it is mostly about having the confidence to do it. The only difference of you and someone who is five years down the line in their business is that they started five years ago. They put themselves out there. They started step by step. And you're sitting here telling yourself that you can't or shouldn't or listing all the reasons why it won't work. Like I said, I think one of the biggest aspects of being an entrepreneur and working for yourself is that self-talk, that confidence. And not everyone has that right off the bat. It takes time to build just like anything and it takes repetition and it takes continuation and it takes going for things even when your brain is telling you not to or unsupportive friends or family are telling you not to. It takes saying no to those things that don't serve you over and over again. And does that mean you should just throw everything away and just go on a whim and jump into it? No, it takes time. It takes planning. And like I said, you'll know when the time is right. But I mean, in terms of literally just getting your business going, getting it off the ground, getting it in people's hands, you have to just go for it. Spend a little bit of money to get it started. Hire a graphic designer, hire a web designer, buy some business cards. If you want to DIY them, like get your name out there, start going to events and networking with people. You don't have to be super successful to fit into those groups because I promise you a lot of people there are in the same boat as you. Maybe they're brand new or they haven't even started yet. They're just getting tips to be able to feel confident and comfortable in starting. So don't discourage yourself from going to things like that before you're quote unquote ready because If we have like all this self-doubt that's literally ingrained in us as humans, we're never going to feel ready. And then here you are three years later still talking about, oh, I'm still like wanting to do this. And you feel a calling to it and you need to follow that calling. Whether it works out or not, you can't really think about that because you don't have anything to compare it to. And just taking the leap of faith and just going towards your goals. Because if you're constantly questioning your decisions in life, like maybe you went to school and you're doing nothing with your degree, like all of us, and you're wanting to change things up and you're not feeling maybe happy or sick of like the nine to five, the run around the same story every day. I think it's worth trying out. Even if you're starting just as a side business, like on the weekends, going to expos and shows and following your passions I think will just help you overall, even if you know you don't make it a full-time business. I always say this to myself, but it's almost like faking it till you make it. You tell people that you're doing this thing and that you look professional and you're making it happen. People are going to believe that. When people don't have the confidence in their business, it really leaks through. You can tell by like what they're posting and they like shamefully post like, oh, I'm getting no sales. Like, please help me out. I don't feel like that works because then people are like pitying you and maybe buying from you one time and it's not creating this like overall idea of your brand and the experience they get from working with you, purchasing from you, being a part of your little community. And so 
it all comes down to confidence and, and people can tell when you're not being authentic. And so if you keep, even on the hard days, even when you feel like maybe you don't really feel confident in your brand or your business or yourself, show up anyway and keep showing that, showing the passion behind it and people will get behind you. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, how do you expect other people to believe in what you're doing? That's like trying to sell a product that you don't actually use. And so how are people going to build that trust with you if you haven't even tried it yourself? It's almost like a lie. So don't feed into the lies that we tell ourselves and project that confidence, project you know what, maybe I don't have all the answers, but I'm here and I'm doing it and I'm figuring it out as I go. And I think it's totally fine to be transparent. I feel like when social media and and influencers started popping up all over, I feel like it was almost so fake as like, you know, I'm going to pretend that this is what my life looks like and this is what my business looks like. And I'm not saying to do that, I feel like over time, like showing your authenticity and who you really are and your struggles and your triumphs throughout the way gets people interested more because then they can relate to you more and feel like, oh, this person also goes through what I go through. And I wanted to share the realization is that working for yourself is not always glamorous and it can be really freaking hard. I mean, I saw those videos that are like, oh, I didn't want to work a nine to five. So now I work 24 seven. And that is genuinely true. And it doesn't have to be forever. I will say like definitely the first couple of years of working on your business is going to be like that because typically, you know, you don't do this full time. So you have like other jobs that you're doing, other situations to take care of your family, your house, your apartment, whatever, your dogs, you got normal life things going on, on top of working, on top of trying to start your own business. So it's not like some glamorous job. It's not like you're just living the life, just bankrolling, just got money piling up every day. It is not like that. And I I have had people over time be like, how do I do what you're doing? How do I just like make money and work for myself? But they have like no direction. They don't know what they want to do. They just know they want to do what I'm doing or like do what someone else is doing. But that's not really going to get them far because... This doesn't just happen. Like I said, you have to have passion behind it. You have to like put in the work every single day. And it's not easy. It doesn't just happen overnight. You don't just like automatically become successful. It takes a lot of stress, long nights, crying, doubting yourself, picking yourself back up, your room, your studio, your office being a complete mess, being like, how am I ever going to get past this? People not relating to you having to manage and wear so many different hats, it's not glamorous. And I don't want to pretend that it is, but I do think it's super rewarding over time if what you're looking for is being in control of your life and not having someone else dictate what that looks like. So if you're in the process of maybe making the next jump into the next phase of your business or you're thinking about starting one, please email me at design or DIY at gmail.com and ask me certain questions. And I'd be so happy to help answer those here and divulge more into different topics that are going to help you in your journey. And oh my gosh, before I close out this little segment, I 
can't believe I've been doing this podcast for a year now. And now that I'm dedicating a little bit more time to my business and seeing where that can go, I'm really excited of all the people I'll continue to meet and learn from. And this is episode 20, which means the next one that I'm posting with two small business owners in Connecticut who own their own apparel business will be the 21st episode, which I'm going to call it season one is in the books. And thank you all so much for being here.